Let's get started. A few weeks ago, I started wearing a new health band. Find a well-lit area and try to avoid light from behind. This is its app, leading me through one of its signature features. Change into minimal clothing so the camera can see your body. Yes, as you might have guessed by now, this is the Amazon Halo Band and subscription service. It's part of the tech giant's big move into health and wellness. Relax and hold this pose for the entire scan. What you're hearing here is the body scan. This creates a 3D model of users in their underwear to measure body fat percentage. Now turn right and face sideways. Let's just say that I will not be publishing this image on GeekWire. But the body scan is just one of the personal revelations that Halo provides. Oh yeah, Dad, you were 4% happy today. <laughs> My daughter is reading here from Halo's tone feature. This is a section of the app that reports on my tone of voice at different moments throughout the day. All right, what does that say? You had three phrases that sounded annoyed, irritated, or disgusted. It uses microphones in the band to eavesdrop on your side of the conversation. Stubborn. You had one phrase that sounded stubborn or condescending. Does that describe me? No. No? <laughs> You're so nice. <laughs> What? Really? Really? You don't think that describes me? Can I find a word that describes you? Yes. Halo listens for keywords and assesses the energy and positivity in your voice to determine if you're communicating in a healthy or unhealthy way with those around you. You had one phrase that sounded hesitant, unconfident, or uncomfortable. It's meant to be an indicator of social and emotional well-being, which Amazon calls an important indicator of overall health. Really? That describes me? Not sometimes. <laughs> Coming up on the GeekWire Health Tech Podcast, we will explore the future of health and the limits of personal privacy through Amazon's new health band and service. We'll talk with the principal medical officer on the Halo team to get the inside details on what the company is doing. And we will hear an outside assessment of Amazon's privacy and security promises from an independent expert. I'm GeekWire editor Todd Bishop. Stay with us. GeekWire's Health Tech Podcast is sponsored by Primera Blue Cross, providing comprehensive health benefits and tailored services to approximately 2 million people, from individuals to Fortune 100 companies. Learn more about how Primera is innovating in healthcare at primera.com innovation. First, the basics. The Amazon Halo Band costs $99.99. It's a module of sensors in a light, comfortable fabric wristband. There is no screen, and it doesn't have all of the features offered by smartwatches like the Apple Watch, or even other fitness trackers like the Fitbit. Introducing Amazon Halo, a brand new way to measure, track, and improve your health every day. Comfortable, secure, and swim-proof, the Halo Band is ready to move with you. But Amazon is looking to differentiate Halo by leveraging its technology prowess, including computer vision for body scanning, natural language processing for tone assessment, plus its own take on sleep analysis and activity tracking. Those signature features require a subscription that costs $3.99 per month after a six-month free trial. Improving your health starts with better understanding it. You might have seen the reviews of Halo when it first came out in December. We have been testing what I think is officially the creepiest gadget I have ever tested. 
the Amazon Halo wearable. The Washington Post's Jeffrey A. Fowler and Heather Kelly wrote that it, quote, collects the most intimate information we've seen from a consumer health gadget and makes the absolute least use of it, end quote. As a parent, you're always in the back of your mind wondering, like, was that too harsh? Am I being nice enough? And this is just basically a little nudge to go, everything you've ever worried about is correct. You are a terrible parent. We will link to the full Washington Post review and video in the show notes on this episode. I've actually found the Halo band that I bought to be more useful than they did in their review, but I'll have more on that later. Citing the Washington Post review and others, U.S. Senator Amy Klobuchar sent a letter to the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services expressing, quote, serious concerns regarding recent reports on the data collection practices of Amazon's health tracking bracelet, end quote, and calling for stronger federal oversight of data collected by these health tracking devices. So what does Amazon say about all of this? It's uh, Malik Majmudar, Principal Medical Officer for Amazon Halo. Dr. Malik Majmudar is a cardiologist by training who previously led a digital health innovation lab at Massachusetts General Hospital. When he was hired by Amazon a little more than two years ago for what was then a secret project, it was seen by outsiders as a sign of the company's ambitions in healthcare. Part of my role as a medical officer on this team is to really help the team uh, bring some sort of uh, expertise in medical science, sort of clinical content, uh, help with product development, and also obviously most importantly validation of the various features to ensure that it has the, the right level of accuracy so it can earn and maintain our customer trust, and also to ensure that all of the features drive customer value in regards to actually helping customers improve their individual health and wellness. I've been wearing my Halo now for almost a week. I was thinking, how about on my end, what would I do to have it record my tone during the course of this interview? Sure. So there's, I think, a couple of different features by which you can do that. There's something called live mode on the app, and there's also a button on the band they can press to record a continuous sort of conversation. Okay, so I'm gonna press it once, is that right, to record? Okay, so I just press that. I've got a blue flashing light. Yep, that's it. Okay, that's so right. it's, when you look at this device, how do you explain it if somebody were to ask you at a cocktail party, hey, what's that thing you're wearing on your wrist? What would you say about Halo? Yeah, first and foremost, what I would mention is uh, we've designed Halo to be a membership service as opposed to a device alone. And the reason we did that is we want to go on this journey with our customers around improving their health and wellness. And as part of that service, there are two key components there, which is the device, the, the band itself, and obviously the mobile app, which is really where, which is the hub of where the core experience of Halo lives and helps customers gain all the insights that the band helps facilitate. I think the, probably at the very high level, what I would say is, with Halo, we've taken a very sort of comprehensive and holistic view of health and wellness by focusing not only on physical health, but also sort of the social and emotional aspects of health, which really at the, at the end of the day are the core, part of the core definition of health uh, by the World Health Organization, right? So I think we're taking just a really broad view. And you're also obviously helping customers understand how to take action against the information provided in this service as well. We're really helping people discover what works for them individually to help them adapt and sustain healthy health habits. That was a reference to science-based programs in the Halo app. 
These include videos, tips, reminders, mental and physical exercises, workouts, meditations, and other tools designed to improve the user's health. But the body scanning and tone analysis are where most of the privacy concerns come from. Amazon actually anticipated these concerns in a white paper before Halo was widely available, saying it has built in, quote, strict protection mechanisms, end quote, for sensitive data. The company says body scans are processed in the cloud, but encrypted during transmission and deleted after processing. The images are available thereafter only on the device. Speech samples are encrypted during transfer via Bluetooth from the band to the smartphone. They're then processed and deleted, according to the company. The audio clips are not sent to the cloud, Amazon says, and no one, including the user, ever hears them. Halo users are required to establish a unique profile separate from their Amazon account to avoid access by others in the same household. And to answer a question that many of you are probably wondering about, Amazon says it does not use customer health data for marketing, product recommendations, or advertising, and it also doesn't sell the data. The body and tone features are both optional. Users go through different setup processes before they can use either feature. I, through the process of using this, have explicitly not only agreed to each step along the way, but I've participated in the setup, for example, of the tone and of the body scan, which were disturbing for other reasons, uh, which we can get into. But how do you address people who are concerned about the privacy implications of the features in the Halo service and device? Yeah, I mean, privacy, as you probably saw in your own experience, Todd, has been foundational to how we've sort of built and designed Halo from day one. And as a customer, I think you just mentioned that you experienced it, which is that we have taken a number of steps and put a lot of safeguards in place to ensure customer privacy, to earn the, our customers' trust. But also, we're very transparent about how we sort of communicate those privacy features to our customers. And I'll give you a personal example. You know, I'm a customer myself as an individual, but I'm also a parent and a clinician. So I'm completely uh, understanding of the sensitive nature of health data. And this is exactly why we've taken all the steps around securing customer data here. I mean, I'll give you a couple of examples, right? So if you look at a feature like tone, which you mentioned, the speech samples are processed locally on the phone and automatically deleted. So even a customer can't actually hear the audio samples themselves. And it's never sort of stored in the cloud, right? So that's really important. We also made those features like body and tone opt-in. So customers have to create a voice profile to then enroll into the feature in the first place. In addition, they can actually control the microphones on the band by pressing the button on the band or just deleting the voice ID from the settings page. So there are lots of these little controls in place throughout the experience. Similarly, if you look at body feature, the same thing. We don't store any of the images in the cloud. They're automatically deleted after processing, right? So a lot of these uh, were really high priority for us as a team. And we've taken a lot of steps to ensure that we, we put the right privacy features in place and communicate that. For a second opinion on the privacy issues, I spoke with Christopher Budd, a GeekWire contributing writer who has worked for many years as a consultant in information security and privacy, including a 10-year stint in Microsoft's Security Response Center. He's been critical of Amazon's approach in other situations, such as the company's move to opt users in by default to letting their Echo devices serve as connection points in its sidewalk mid-range wireless network. Christopher, I am sitting here wearing the Amazon Halo Band. I know that you've reviewed their 
privacy white paper. You have a good sense for the disclosures they've made, the kind of practical reality of what this technology is and how much they're saying about what it does. Am I a fool for wearing this thing? <laughs> no, not at all. I think when we're talking about security, privacy, both, it's all about risk assessment and trade-offs. And give Amazon credit in their white paper, they've put information out about the data they gather. They also talk about the data they don't gather, which by the way, is a mark of, of maturity in talking about privacy. They've put that out there, assuming that you've read it and thought about it and made a decision about the benefits versus the information you're handing over, you're making a risk assessment. And you know that 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 is far from being an idiot. That's That's being an informed consumer when it comes to security and privacy. Reading what Senator Amy Klobuchar has said about Amazon's Halo initiative and the tracking band that I'm wearing, she would argue that it goes further than many other tracking devices and perhaps even what's on file in your doctor's office through the idea of scanning your body and also listening to your tone of voice. Amazon responds by saying they are disclosing that and requiring users to actively opt in and also being careful about the data to the extent that they're deleting it after it's captured. How should the average person sort this out? I think you actually have already, in what you said, you've already nailed really three of the key of the key principles on the privacy side. So they're providing notice about what they gather. They're obtaining your explicit consent about gathering it. And they are not retaining data. So for instance, you know, the 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 tone capability, they go to they go to pains to to make clear that they're not they're not holding on to the recordings. In those three points, they are following, you know, core privacy principles. You know, with all due respect to Senator Klobuchar, you know, I've read I've read the letter and I understand the concerns, but quite frankly, the concerns that are raised in that are very generic. They're you know, and and you know, they're it's not even clear to me that the person that wrote that, because presumably it was someone on her staff. It's not clear to me that the person that wrote that actually has dug into the privacy policies and the white paper and specifics. You know, so you know, I think it's it's always good to be skeptical. It's always good to know what data is being gathered, what it's being used for, how it's being stored. You know, we should never stop asking those questions. But at the same time, by privacy industry standards. Amazon is doing the right things here. But they could be doing more. That's coming up next. This season of the GeekWire Health Tech Podcast is presented by Primera Blue Cross. At Primera, we talk about what we do all day. We offer access to healthcare. The card in the pocket allows people to go get access to healthcare. Dr. John Espinola is Executive Vice President of Healthcare Services for Primera Blue Cross. The challenge we have is that we know that the healthcare that they get access to doesn't work as well as it could. So we have a duty at Primera to make healthcare work better. That's our job. We give people access to healthcare, yet we give them access to something that's subpar. We have a moral and fiduciary obligation to do better. We're going to do it in partnership with those who may touch the moment of care, providers, innovators, entrepreneurs, all of these are going to help us move in the direction we need to to make healthcare work better. We're bold enough to take the risk to try to do something that'll make a difference and learn from it and be better along the way. 
To find out more, visit Primera.com slash innovation. Amazon's Halo health band and service is one of several forays by Amazon into health, wellness, and healthcare, even after recently ending its healthcare joint venture with J.P. Morgan Chase and Berkshire Hathaway. Amazon recently launched its Amazon Pharmacy program, building on its acquisition of prescription-by-mail service PillPack. It also offers virtual and in-person healthcare services to employees through its Amazon Care program. Some of this has been accelerated by the pandemic. The company offers COVID-19 testing for employees, for example. I asked Dr. Malik Majmudar, Halo's principal medical officer, to put the service into this broader context of health and healthcare initiatives at Amazon. Are these initiatives, to the extent that you can say, individual, independent projects, or are they part of a larger vision, a larger whole at the company? Yeah, Amazon's really, is, as I've learned in my two years here, uh, Amazon's really good about this idea, which is a leadership principle internally called customer obsession. And every team working on every sort of commercial product is really laser sharp focused on solving a particular customer need by deeply understanding that customer's problems and then solving it right, in a way that's unique the Amazonian. So as we think about the various healthcare initiatives that you've mentioned and it is publicly known around Amazon Care or whether it be PillPack, Amazon Pharmacy, or even Halo, uh, all these teams are, again, laser sharp focused on solving those customer needs. Um, so so these, these teams do exist across Amazon and they're, they're separate, but with a the, with the singular focus and a shared vision of solving customer problems. And when, when that and when the opportunity is there to leverage and collaborate to actually solve a customer problem in a way that's convenient and accessible, we, we partner all the time to do so. I could envision a scenario, just as an example, with Amazon Pharmacy, where this someday might sense that I've got a medical issue based on some combination of my heart rate or some other sense that it, some, some other data that it picks up. Could there ever be a future where this knows that I need a refill on my prescription of some sort based on some biological status and uses Amazon Dash to order it? Am I, am I going too far with this? Or is this farther than you can even think about? Or I know it's probably farther than you can talk about, but tell me what, what I should know about that. Good, good question. I mean, I don't want to speculate, obviously, on the specifics, but I think, you know, before I joined Amazon, I, I led an innovation lab at National, and this is sort of the things we did. We brainstormed and strategized about the ways we could improve the current status quo, at least when it comes to individual customer health. So one can imagine a scenario, obviously, that where data coming off of consumer devices can be really valuable uh, in helping those customers seek the right type of care and downstream actions. Now, how those are linked is, of course, dependent on the ecosystem you have around you. Uh, so I don't want to get into that, obviously, with, with, with Halo. But yes, one can imagine taking data from Halo and then understanding, oh, well, if, if this happened on Halo, maybe I should then seek uh, secondary help, whether, whether it be Amazon Care or pharmacy. But I want to be mindful to, and be clear that obviously Halo is not a medical device. So I definitely want to be very clear that so we do not obviously support that today because it is not a medical device. I don't want to um, confuse customers that that's possible today. And so that also means you're not subject to HIPAA. Is that right? Yeah, as it stands today, uh, the way um, Halo is developed and designed and sold to customers, we are not a business associate or a covered entity. So HIPAA regulations do not apply to Halo. HIPAA is the Health Insurance Portability and Accountability Act of 1996, which, among other things, established security and privacy standards for medical information. 
Halo is not a medical device and is not subject to HIPAA. And this helps to explain why Senator Klobuchar needed to ask the Department of Health and Human Services to look into overseeing these devices. But could there be another solution beyond direct government oversight? I asked Dr. Majmudar a question that had been inspired by one of my earlier conversations with security expert Christopher Budd. Would Amazon ever agree to some kind of independent audit, like an annual audit, so that Halo customers would know, hey, almost like a Ernst & Young looking at a company's financials, they are doing what they're saying they're doing and everything's above board? Yeah, you know, as, as you know, Todd, we hold a very high bar internally for ourselves when it comes to customer data and customers' pr privacy and security. In fact, at the very beginning of Halo, we actually had our own dedicated team, uh, similar to what a product engineering product team or engineering team would have. We had our own dedicated team for privacy in itself with, with appropriate staffing, exactly for this reason that privacy has been foundational to how we sort of built and designed this from day one. So we feel very confident in uh, two things. One is that the steps we've taken uh, put in place are going to be sufficient and satisfactory to our customers. And number two, that we do regular quality checks on our own just to ensure that the weekend, the promises we make to our customers are kept. I mean, as, as, as Jeff has always said, you know, earning and maintaining customers' trust is the most important job of this company. And we take that very seriously, right? So I think I would say that we've taken every step possible to really ensure that uh, the privacy features we put in place uh, are, are accurate and then are communicated to our customers in an accurate way. Of course, as the saying goes, trust but verify. As a customer, I told Dr. Majmudar, I'd personally feel more comfortable with an independent privacy audit, and he took it as a point of feedback. I went back to Christopher Budd for more context on what this type of audit would mean. Is it common in the tech industry to bring in outside privacy auditors for day-to-day -day applications? And if not, why not? Generally speaking, it's not. It's a matter of money. That kind of auditing is not cheap. It's also not easy when people have third-party audits. You most frequently see that in conjunction with an FTC settlement, where the FTC mandates that a company, you know, as remedy for the violations, has to bring in third-party security and or privacy auditors for five, 10 years. Uh, you know, to your point, it would be great if we get to a place in terms of privacy maturity, especially where there is something, you know, like an Ernst & Young thing, or an example I think of is you go into a restaurant now and they've got the food health and safety audit results right on the windows you walk in. That's a great example. I could look and see whether there's a smiley face on this company's security policy. Exactly. Bringing this full circle to the context of Senator Klobuchar's letter, Bud says regulation could be one way to require companies to have this type of independent security audit of health data. Either the regulation is passed or the threat is enough for industries to take action. Because again, it's very expensive. It's very cumbersome. There's actually one place where I wish Amazon's halo did not go as far as it does in protecting my data. On the tone, this is by far the most popular feature in my house as we scroll through the day's findings. Yeah. I have some work to do. I have some work to do both based on my body scan and based on my tone readings. Don't we all? <laughs> yes, yes. This is one area where I almost feel like the privacy protections are working against me as a user because I'd love to go back and see exactly the phrases that I used that triggered those findings 
and maybe even hear. Boy, talk about something that would change my behavior, hearing what I actually sound like. Can you talk me through the decision not to offer that? Yeah, absolutely. And it's a great question. You know, I use tone all the time in my house as well, especially in this pandemic. And I have three young kids at home below the age of five. You can just imagine the chaos uh, that I'm living living through. Um, And it's really helped me really become more conscientious about how I communicate with my own family. So absolutely, there are times I'm like, oh boy, when when did that occur? When was I so irritable? Um, But I think the goal here was to really provide customers, again, to your point earlier, earn their trust first. Let's really make sure customers feel comfortable using this feature by making it opt-in feature, putting the privacy safeguards in place, and let them understand the value of this tool around their social well-being, which is really a unique aspect of health that nobody had access to before. You know, I was very unaware of how I communicate before this feature came around. And, and now, of course, we're always open to customer feedback. So if customers tell us, hey, we really want to know and go and play it back, we obviously will take that into consideration. But the first thing is to earn their trust to get them to use the product and derive value from it. And then we can start thinking about future improvements to make sure we meet customers where they, where they really are and what they, what they need from us. My wife also has a feature request for your next version of the app. She would like the ability so she could get an emailed report on my tone at the end of each day. <laughs> yeah, got it. Thank you. We'll take that into consideration. <laughs> are you a science fiction fan? I am. <laughs> are you familiar with Philip K. Dick's series, Electric Dreams on Amazon Prime? Uh, I'll embarrass myself, but I'm not. Okay. <laughs> I will check it out. <laughs> yes. Check out episode 10. Okay. There is a character who mm. about halfway through gets a health band. And you can imagine in a sci-fi scenario how that plays out. There we go. Right. Go ahead. You can put it on yourself. Nothing fancy. Okay. So um, is it for mental health or just for... Oh, no, 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 no. Don't be paranoid. It's for overall health. Pinches a little the first time, but uh, then you won't even notice it. Oh, yeah. People will look at me and say, what a chump. You know, he picked up this device. He's just putting himself into the system. Um, Amazon is a commercial entity. I kind of see both sides of that. What would you say to people who have those big picture concerns after watching Philip K. Dick or reading 1984 about a device like this? As a clinician, I always go back to the fundamental principles, which is that the entire mission behind building, developing Halo and launching it was to help people improve their individual health. So at the end of the day, the, the purpose of this service is to help customers understand uh, their health status, understand the, how they, their health habits, and then help them improve that by small baby steps, right, to form healthy habits. Part of that involves novel biometrics, novel insights like body and tone, which are unique, a more comprehensive view of health, and then the ability to discover and sustain and maintain healthy habits. So I think if you do that, at the end of the day, you're going to provide more value to our customers around better quality of life, better longevity. Uh, And I think around the other concerns customers have, the privacy policies we put in place really should help ease any concerns around that. At the end of the day, if customers derive value and see the results themselves, that they're, they're feeling better, looking better, interacting better, communicating better, they will see the value of the service. Before saying goodbye to Dr. Majmudar, there was one more thing to circle back on. Remember how I set Halo at the beginning of our conversation to assess my tone of voice in the interview? The last moment it picked up was... It should be after 1230. Oh, oh here we go. Okay, there you go. 
you sounded mostly focused, but also mm -hmm. interested and confused, which I would say is the natural state of the journalist. <laughs> <laughs> interested and focused is good. Confused, maybe my comments are confusing. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's that's just part of it. I like it's good to be confused as a journalist sometimes, as long as you get out of that state before you write. That's right. <laughs> great. It's been great, Todd, to jump to another meeting. Yep. Understood. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Of course. Thank you so much. Dr. Malik Majmudar is Principal Medical Officer for Amazon Halo. And as you can hear, he's a busy guy. Before we close, after several weeks of usage, my assessment of the Amazon Halo device and service is actually pretty positive overall. I do like several of the features, including the in-depth sleep analysis and, yes, the tone assessment, two big areas where I personally have lots of room for improvement, as my family and colleagues will tell you. The band is comfortable to wear, and the programs in the app are really useful in a lot of cases. Just this week, for example, I boosted my time in deep sleep after doing a recommended progressive muscle relaxation exercise available in the Halo app before bed. Yes, this thing definitely pushes the limits of my comfort zone at times. I've yet to get the motivation to take a second body scan after the first experience. But I'm looking forward to seeing the long-term impact on my health and well-being, and also to watching how Amazon changes and improves the Halo service over the long run. And in the meantime, I'll just have to trust that my experience won't become inspiration for some future sci-fi story. Relax and hold this pose for the entire scan. Thank you for listening to the GeekWire Health Tech Podcast. If you like the show, please consider leaving us a rating and a review on your favorite podcast app, or tell a friend or a colleague about the show. See more episodes at geekwire.com slash healthtech and subscribe in your favorite podcast app. Thanks to our sponsor of Health Tech Season 5, Primera Blue Cross. You can find out more about their work at primera.com slash innovation. To see all of GeekWire's coverage of science, tech, business, and more, go to geekwire.com. And you can sign up for our podcast newsletter to catch all of our shows. This episode was edited and produced by Josh Kearns of Cypress Point Strategic Communications. I'm GeekWire editor Todd Bishop. We'll be back soon with another episode of the GeekWire Health Tech Podcast. Mm -hmm.